Welcome to Your Ink Story, a podcast exploring what humans have in common through the stories behind the body art folks wear. I'm your host, Andy Lyons, and I hope these ink-spirational short stories sharing the heart behind tattoos fascinate you and leave you feeling more meaningfully connected to humanity. This is Season 1, Episode 20, and our guest, Amy Fagan, shares two meaningful memorial tattoos representing the deep love and connections she had with her sweet kitty cat and with her beloved mom. These two precious pieces of body art turned loss and grief into a permanent and daily reminder of their forever love and their forever presence in her life. Welcome to your ink story, Amy. I'm so delighted you're here to share your ink story. How you doing? Oh my gosh, Andy. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm so grateful to be here with you. Oh, I am thrilled to have you here. Listeners, I met Amy at a She Podcasts event in June and just fell in love with her work in the world and how she vibes and glows in the world. And I have to tell you, her support of the Your Ink Story podcast has been profound and abundant. So, Amy, I'm so honored to have you in my wise counsel circle, as well as you being here on the show. Please let listeners know where you're from and how you glow in the world. Yes. I live in Brunswick, Maine, and I, I work full time, and I also have a jam business. I make and sell jams. What uh, flavors? And- Oh my gosh. I have so many flavors, too many to mention. I pick a lot of the berries and like the rhubarb comes from my house. Some of the grapes come from my house. Some of the lemons come from my house. So my business is called Amy's Garden Jam and I'm going into year four. It's just me. And then uh, I also I also ha- host a, a weekly podcast called Grounded in Maine about sustainability. Grounded in Maine. Tell everyone a little bit about what you talk about on Grounded in Maine. Sure. Grounded in Maine is an open conversation about how we show up for the world. I kind of go off the rails sometimes because it's fun, because it's, fun. <laughs> uh, because it's my podcast and there are no rules. But I love, personally, I love the stories of how people come to a place from not being sustainable or, or making the change, deciding to do something new and make changes in their lives to make a difference. And so I love those stories, but I also just love hearing what makes people proud to be doing these things that are sustainable. I had a lady on who was so thrilled to tell me that she makes her own broth, which is so cool. I love I mean, that. It Something doesn't seem fierce. like such a big deal, but... <clears throat> You keep your vegetable scraps in the, in a bag in the freezer and then you just add water. Like it costs zero. It costs zero. Whereas if you buy it at the store, it's in a carton that's covered in wax. And so it costs like $5 a carton and you can't compost it and you can't recycle it. You have to throw it in the trash. You're absolutely right, Amy. There's tiny little steps that we can all take to be sustainable, to do our little bit. I always love hearing how someone woke up one day or gave it lots of thought over years. What inspired you to wear body art? This is not the most inspiring story, honestly, but I lost my first cat. 
I can't remember. I want to say it was 2014, but I can't remember exactly. My sister got married in 2014, and the week before their wedding, we all got tattoos. We all got cat tattoos. No and kidding. Why did everybody get a cat tattoo? They have lots of tattoos. And they were like, let's get cat tattoos. I'm like, okay, cool. So that was my first tattoo. And so we all did that together. It was not what I had planned. Um, In what way? I, and tell us who decided what tattoo studio you were going to use. Ah, so my sister, one of her best friends is Melissa. And I believe you're speaking with Melissa soon. Absolutely. Melissa's fiance, Ryan Fleming, has his own tattoo studio in Portland, Maine called Sanctuary Tattoo. And he's amazing. And he fit us in. We all did it the same day. Wow. Wow. And how long did it take to have a cat tattoo put on? Was it an outline? Mine is an outline. It was not supposed to be an outline. That's how it was different. (laughs) What was it supposed to be? I think in my head it was going to have, I think it it was going to be an outline, but I was going to have like her name tattooed underneath it. And it hurt too much. (laughs) And I was crying too much. And uh, I couldn't stay still because it was on the back of my neck and it was just really, really painful. Oh, ouch, ouch, ouch. Well, fortunately, and folks, if you've listened to episode 18, you know the tattoo artist and firefighter and founder I interviewed, Jamie Salcedo, came out with a new product called Painless Picasso. So we can have more people getting tattoos by numbing the skin. Heck yeah. Heck I'm gonna, yeah. I need to be in touch with him because I, I can only imagine. I another one. And then Cece in episode 17 said, I, I mean, he practically passed out. The tattoo artist had to spray him with water and maybe put Yeah, he was hot. Yes. And he just got all flushed and really, really hard. But I'm yep. glad that you did that as a group. Did you guys go one at a time or was it like when you get a group pedicure or manicure? How did that work? We did one at a time because he did all of us. Oh, okay. I'm sure. We just all sat around and waited. Oh, um, my gosh. We had good can... company because Melissa was there. And what was the name of your kitty cat? Her name was Bonita. We called her mm-hmm. Bonnie. Bonita after the song La Isla Bonita by Madonna. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Uh, I know. I know. I, I just went through a phase. And you had her for a long time. To this day, she not long enough. She was my first cat, all of my own, and I have yet to have a cat longer than twelve years. Wow! Wow! I would give my life for my cats, and they Mm -hmm. don't stay around long enough. Oh! They see the bed every year. They get all their meds, and they get they don't get crap food. Mm Hmm. Well, you know, it's our pets, they have their own life cycles as well. And it's so hard when a beloved pet crosses over the rainbow bridge. Right. And listeners, speaking of cat tattoos, hop on over to tell me your ink story on Instagram. You can look at the feed or you can just follow. And I'm always sharing either on Catterday, 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 or on Insta stories, these incredible incredible cat tattoos made by these artists that capture just even like the liquid in their eyes. They're so real. You want to reach out and and pet them. It's hard to believe they're even on skin, right? And that makes it so personal. I'm so excited for listeners to see Amy's 
cat tattoo. And when you look at it, you'll probably giggle a little because you're like, oh yeah, she was just like, that's enough. I'm out of here. Hop on over to uh, the Instagram feed so you can see the reel that I created for Amy's tattoos. And so then you got another tattoo, right, Amy? I know. What happened? Well, so that was 2014. In 2016, we lost my mom. And I'm sorry. That was thank you. That was in January. And then on Easter, it was Easter Day in March. My sister's wife came to visit to check on me. They were living in North Carolina, maybe at that time. And she came to visit and make sure I was okay. And we went to see Ryan again and we both got tattoos. The Uh, sweetest (laughs) tattoo. Describe it to listeners. So it's a little sort of, they're little stick figures, two little girls with curly hair and holding hands and both holding a little balloon that says mom. And it's on my chest. It's so precious. Where on your chest is it? It's on my, I don't know, in my left chest. Yeah. Um, you know, listeners, it's so fun because while you're listening to the audio and I'm recording the audio, I'm also with a webcam so I can see my guests and they're always showing me. You see right here? <laughs> see, it's right here. And the balloon actually has mom here. It's really little. That ink actually has my mom's ashes in it. Oh. <gasps> Oh my gosh, fanning self here. That really makes it precious. And listeners, did you know you could get a tattoo with a beloved's ashes in the ink? Amy, talk a little bit about how that works. Did you provide ashes to Ryan and Ryan mixes it in with a specific ink? I guess so. I guess so. I mean, it was was just two months after she passed and we actually didn't get like ashes in an urn we got them in a little velvet bag yeah so I had it in my purse and I just handed in my purse I never even they're they're actually still in my purse yeah seven years later mom's with you wherever you glow oh but he just he took them out and he did what he did well Melissa if you're listening and listeners Melissa's going to be on in a few more episodes and uh, we'll ask her to ask Ryan how he did that. Cause I'm fascinated by that. And one of our friends who actually one of the co-founders of she podcasts, her daughter's ashes are in her tattoo. And I just think that's such a wonderful way to bring somebody really with you for the rest of your body's life. Mm-hmm. And listeners, let me know if you know anybody who has done this, that has ashes in their ink on the body art that they wear, or if you're thinking about it, And I may just have to do a special episode on ashes and ink Mm. so we can all learn about it. As a newbie tattoo person, bring to the podcast, Amy, this curiosity because I don't know the industry. And sometimes when someone's from the outside coming in and diving in, there's all these new questions to be asked and learned. And I know many of our listeners are new to the tattoo world as well and tattoo life. So they're learning right along with me. And Mm -hmm. why did you choose that part of your body for that beautiful tattoo for your mom? And I mean, the hair and the, the stick figures, it's just so adorable, everyone. I know. 
It's very sweet. I just wanted her to be close to me. And I honestly, I had not the closest relationship with my mom and I didn't, I didn't appreciate her for everything that she was. And so I wanted to just Aww. make sure that she was nice and close to me uh, for the rest of my life. Oh, that's so beautiful. I know relationships with parents can be a little challenging, but I'm sure that this is a wonderful way for you to honor your whole relationship and your whole experience with her and remind you going forward, right? What you may want to hold on, not just as her memory, but as what you learned from her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Mm. Do you have plans? For more tattoos, I know they're painful, but now that you know about painless Picasso. <laughs> yes, I have to find some of that for sure uh, because I am thinking about another one. Do you think it'll be around food because you talk about sustainability around food or now you're just going to keep Probably pondering it? Food. Um, <laughs> it might be a dog. Ooh. Uh, so Amy, we talk about this a lot uh, together on the Instagram feed, et cetera. What would you like to see change about the perception of tattoos? I think you're old enough to know that for many generations, people who had tattoos were not to be trusted, sketchy, could be in a gang, could be a biker. Right. What would you like to see change about how people view folks who have tattoos? I think that a lot of people have said on the podcast previously, just a lot of respect for the art and, and the meaning behind it. You know, it's, it doesn't always mean what you think it means. And I think that tattoos as one, I'm trying to remember the ladies, she has all the sayings in Russian, I think. Oh, the, right. The, that was Irina Jordan. Irina. Episode nine, I believe. They have a lot of meaning and the touchstones and it's something That's that you right. can know really like physically remember right and episode 15 the founder jasmine who used it as touchstones just to help her keep going as an entrepreneur you know to keep oh, the that faith. was what I, I was thinking of that one too yes yeah that. you're absolutely right and for me listeners for decades i've asked people because that's how i am i'm a bit of an extrovert curious extrovert but i've asked folks would you be willing to tell me your ink story? And that's how this podcast came to be because I would see folks' eyes light up with the stories, whether it's 20 tattoos or just one tattoo. A lot of people have the dates of their children or pets. Yeah, Chris on episode four, having the Norse gods and the Egyptian gods reminding him to stay strong and be powerful. And certainly those in recovery, it's very important that a lot of the tattoos to help them remember why they're there. Plus there's the semicolon, which is mm -hmm. the take a pause for the whole suicide prevention. So when you see that on someone's body, you can go, okay, there's a story there. So I just think it's, it's really important that we start opening our hearts and our minds to tattoos. And instead of judging someone, be curious and mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know if you saw it, Stephen from episode 14, folks, he does a lot of empathetic leadership workshops for the company he works for. And one of the participants in the group that he led recently had a tattoo 
some obvious tattoos. And he asked the person, would you be willing to talk about this with the group? And the person said, I would love to. And he told everybody about each tattoo and why he got them. And Stephen said the group became closer, more connected, and it ignited more conversations among each other. It was wonderful. Yeah. So I mean, just like your just like the your podcast says, you know, to make us to bring us closer to humanity and yep. bring us and closer we have. together. Well, I live in Boston, listeners, so I am waving up the pike. That's what we call it out here, the pike. <laughs> Short for turnpike, up the main turnpike to Amy in Brunswick. And I'm sure we'll get to hug in real life soon. But I am truly grateful that you came on the show and shared your sweet tattoos and your experience. I'm proud of you, given the one on your neck, that you went and had one practically over your heart for your mom. You got through that okay? There was a lot of crying. I may have wrecked the wall with my shoes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) But they were friends, so. (laughs) Right. Yeah, he was a good sport. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Amy, for sharing your beautiful ink stories with us. I'm grateful for your inspirational insights into the art of tattoos and the heart behind your tattoos. I know you started off saying, oh, my tattoos aren't that inspiring. They are. I found them very inspiring. And I'm so happy you came on the show to share them with us and help us find more ways to connect more deeply with each other around our humanity through Mm -hmm. grief, through loss, through celebration, all of that. You've helped us do that. Thank you so much, Amy. Well, thanks so much, Andy. I appreciate your curiosity and your wanting to share the stories. Oh, my pleasure. And wishing you continued success with your wonderful podcast. Listeners, all the links will be in the show notes. So until next time, I'm wishing everyone an inspirational day everywhere you glow. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Ink Story. Please rate and review this podcast wherever you are tuning in. And if this episode inspired you, please share it so we can all feel more connected through our common humanity and lived experiences. If you or someone you know would like to share a meaningful ink story on the podcast, please send me an email, andy at yourinkstory.com along with a brief description. Feel free to share your thoughts about this episode via a voicemail message by visiting yourinkstory.com. And when you get to the website, just tap the podcast mic icon located in the lower right-hand corner of the screen and leave your message. Until next time, I'm wishing you a delicious day everywhere you glow. Cheers.